0: Hi everybody i'm melinda emerson the small biz lady and i want to invite you to enter the small biz chat podcast giveaway contest for the next 30 days starting today you'll have the chance to win amazing prizes if you subscribe to the podcast all you need to do is take a screenshot after you subscribe to the small biz chat podcast and tag me small biz lady on twitter or instagram once a week i'll select a winner and you have a chance to win one of my autographed books become your own boss in 12 months or fix your business or you might even get a chance to win one of my limited edition small biz chat podcast t-shirts don't delay. Subscribe to the Small Biz Chat podcast today. I am so excited to have my dear friend, Barry Bolts, who's been helping small businesses get unstuck 20 years or so, back on Small Biz Chat with us tonight. He is an author, a keynote speaker, a business consultant, and, you know... I like to say I'm America's number one small business expert, but he always says that he's number two. Very most welcome to Small Business Chat. I am so excited to hear about your new book, Small Business Hacks, 100 Shortcuts to Success. Welcome to Small Business Chat Live. Melinda. So listen, what do you think the biggest issues are that small businesses struggle
1: with? I think the biggest businesses that small businesses struggle with definitely is cash flow. You know, people are always focused on how big their sales are, how much profit they made. But let's face it, cash flow is king. Every business goes out of business for the exact same reason, Melinda. They run out of cash. And people are too focused on the top line and the bottom line. and They got to think about how much cash they got in the bank.
0: Now, your book is all about small business hacks. Tell us, what what is a business hack? When I I think of hacking, I think somebody's going to hack my Facebook account. Like, tell me what you mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Russians are not the only people that actually hack accounts, right? A hack is really, in in our vernacular, it's really a shortcut. You know, a small business owner gets into business because they want to help a customer solve a problem. They don't realize, as you and I know, all the other things they have to do, like they've got to pay employee taxes, right? They've got to negotiate a lease. They've got to deal with the unemployment office. They've got to figure out a marketing strategy, all of those kinds of things and they don't have time for it, so what are the shortcuts? Now, you could go on Google or Yahoo and you could search for it, but then you get anything. And we all know, Melinda, just because on the internet doesn't mean that it's true. So myself and Reed Lasansky, who have over, believe it or not, 60 years in small business, we put together a series of experts that really help us with the top 100 issues that small business owners face as they're trying to run their business.
0: Well, good. I'm so glad you cleared that up for us. Now, tell me
1: just tell me some of your favorite hacks that you highlight in your book. Well, actually, one of my favorite hacks is one that I did get from one of the people that's going to be on the show tonight, which is Pam Slim. It's how you get someone to reply to an email. And I just love this because you put in the title, please reply A, B, or C. And you put like, A, you're no longer interested. B, I'm still interested, but I've been busy. Contact me a month. Or C, let's talk right now. And I have to tell you, my experience has been 95% of the people respond with a single letter. And then at least you can move forward or forget about them. And I want to thank Pam Slim for that hack.
0: <laughs> That's good stuff. Give me another one. Give me another one.
1: <laughs> well, another one of my favorite ones is actually... How do you go out and pick a lawyer? And our hack really is you should never really hopefully have to use a lawyer, right? Because a lot of small business owners, they get frustrated that, oh, I'm just going to, you know, one of the favorite lines is, I'm going to sue that guy, right? We've all said that. But when you sue someone, the only people that really come out ahead is really the lawyer. Right. So you've got to really figure out how – you really can put together some kind of deal that everyone knows what the expectations are so you don't have to use a lawyer in the short run or the long run.
0: That's actually good advice for business or
1: personal. Actually, those of us who've been sued and sue other people, we know it.
0: (laughs) True that. All right, so now let's talk about what are your favorite hacks for customer service? Because that seems to be a big issue. Like we run out here, we sell stuff, you know, we get people's money, but then we got to ship the stuff or we got to, you know, service the stuff. Like how, what is the best way to provide excellent customer service as a small business? Well,
1: see, I don't even like to call it, Melinda, customer service anymore because to me, that's reactive. I like to call it the customer experience. because let's face it, people don't buy products anymore. They buy experiences. And they buy relationships with companies. So you as a small business owner, you've got to personalize it just as much as you can. I mean, Seth Godin was just on one of my radio shows. He says, you know, it's really great that you sold that woman the engagement ring, but after she got married, did you send her a gift? Did you see how her engagement party went? Because you wanna follow up and create that relationship because not that she's gonna buy another engagement ring, but she's gonna tell everybody else the amazing experience she had, and it just wasn't a commodity. If you're just selling a product, then you're not gonna win as a small business owner. You can't compete with price. That's not a way to compete with Amazon.
0: Right. The race to the bottom is a race nobody wins. You That's definitely right. don't want to be out here competing on price. Now, let's talk about sales hacks. What? How can you keep your pipeline filled you know as a business owner because it seems to me that we sell a job and then we start working on the job and then we look up and that job's about to end and we're like oh no i need another job like it's like this feast or famine thing constantly how can you avoid
1: that yeah i call this the double helix trap you know we only do marketing when we have no sales but as soon as we get sales there's all marketing we stop doing that marketing so you have to have a automated marketing strategy that happens no matter what you're doing and it's an older kind of um, a strategy, but I think a lot of it's still effective, which is content marketing strategy, be up to go out there and to touch people once a week with some kind of advice. Now, we're not selling them. We're building a relationship by giving them advice because I believe, Melinda, we actually can't sell anything to anybody. We have to be there when people are ready to buy, and the only way they're going to be familiar with you when they're ready to buy is if you talk to them every single week and try to offer them help.
0: Now, let's talk about that. When you say talk to them every week, are they getting a phone call from me? Are they getting an email from well, me? You, you might be getting an email
1: with some kind of content. You know, so, for example, you might, if you're a plumber, you might send them an article that says the most dangerous thing in your house, which, of course, is water, right? You're not trying to sell them your service. You're showing yourself as an expert. You can also be putting this on Facebook or Twitter or social media or Instagram, those types of things. You could show them a customer experience. But what I want to emphasize is you're not saying, hey, I've got a sale this week. It's 50% off.
0: Right. That's the wrong thing, the absolutely wrong thing to say. All right. One more question. Tell me, of all the 100 hacks in your book, which one is your favorite?
1: Well, I already mentioned one of my favorites. But one of my other favorites is that people actually give up when they go to look for a new domain name and it's not available. And I will tell you, almost no domain names are now available. But you have to realize there's actually 10 steps that domain names go through if they're let go or people aren't paying their bills or something like that. And if you're patient and you stay in touch, you can actually get the domain name you want and we go through the 10 steps you got to get. So I really like that one. You shouldn't give up on it.
0: I agree with that, and actually, that's how I got the URL FixYourBusiness.com because I waited, you know, like like a a, a patient kid on East, you know, Christmas morning. I was like, <laughs> I waited, and I got it, and that's why I was in, ended up being able to call my book Fix Your Business, Barry. This is great stuff, but put a pin in that when we come right back, we're gonna get Barry Mose to tell us even more information, even more hacks. So listen, I'm Melinda Emerson, and I want you to stay with us. My new book Fix Your Business is really about encouraging people to take back control of their business and change how their businesses is run. It's not okay to skip paychecks. It's not okay to never feel like you can take a vacation and it's also not okay to not know how much profit you've made in your business until your taxes are done. I really want business owners to stop letting their businesses be runaway trains. I've written this book to teach people processes and systems to help them run their businesses intentionally. My goal is to help existing entrepreneurs create a business that allows them to live their dream life. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I'm Melinda Emerson, the small Biz lady and the host of Small Biz Chat. Now, listen, I want to talk more to Barry Moltz about this email thing. You know, I'm not going to let it go. Email is a good and bad thing for any small business owner. So I want to welcome back Barry Moltz to talk to me about Barry. Everybody hates email. But it can't be avoided. It's eighty-seven percent of marketers are out here still using email. But I don't know about you. I feel like you remember years ago when people used to open their mail and and over a trash can. Like that's kind of how I email. And I need you to help us out. You know, there are people out here saying email marketing's dead. It's really about mobile web marketing. But is that true? Like, what's going on with email?
1: Listen, it all depends on. What your customers? How your customers want to be communicated with, right, Melinda? Some still want to be communicated with email, and I think one of the biggest problems that people that use email marketing is they never go back and see how different email actually did after they sent the email out. Who actually opened it up? What links? What things were they interested? In? What subjects are really working, right? And you can also further sub subset once people do open up emails. One of the really good things, if you have a sophisticated email program, like I know you and I and some of the other guests do, many of us use Infusionsoft, what happens is that you're sending certain sequences to people over time. And then based on their answers, they get different emails. That's really specializing in customizing email and just not saying the same glass to everyone. That's really where email is going because people want, Melinda, personalization and customization.
0: Right. No, I couldn't agree with you more. You've got to segment your list in order for email to be effective. The right email has to go to the right person. And really it's about making sure that you clean up your list, you know, every 12 months, right? You should be looking at who hadn't opened your emails in 12 months. If they haven't opened your email in 12 months, they need to get put on a different list. I don't believe in deleting emails, but I believe that you need to start engaging people differently versus who's opening your stuff versus who's not. Now, one of the things that I know about you is you talk a lot about taking a no for a no. You know, I know, you know, sometimes you can, as a business owner, you can turn into a small business stalker almost. And I think that that's dangerous for us to get into. Can you talk about when to give up on chasing a customer?
1: Well, I'm a real big believer that you have to have a system about how many times you touch someone. I believe that it's four times. And what you really do is you want to get a no from someone so you can let them go. One of the problems that a lot of people have in sales is, Melinda, they have a really good meeting, really good call, really good visit, and and the customer says, I want to do business with you. And then guess what? You never hear from them again. And you keep going after that same person over and over and over again, and they moved on a long time ago. So if you can get a no or no not now, you can move on to other people. I also don't believe in taking people off lists until they take themselves off, but I do believe they should be on a different list and perhaps be sending that email less frequently because they're not interested in hearing from you. A lot of small business owners also get nervous when people unsubscribe. I think it's great people unsubscribe. I don't want to talk to you either.
0: I love it. I love it. Now I have to say, I, I do take it personal when people unsubscribe, but
1: oh, <laughs> exactly. I cry every single time. It's very, hard. Uh,
0: no, I'm always like, I almost want to call them up. Well, what do we do? What happened? You know, I need to let it go. I know I do <laughs> anyway, but listen, what is the best advice that you could give a business owner right now who's trying to reinvent their business?
1: Well, I think you have to pick one thing that you really want to work on. What is really holding you back? I mean, I talk about getting small business unstuck. You really have to choose that one thing. It's very difficult, Melinda, to work on three or four things. Pick the one thing that you think is holding you back. Is it marketing? Is it sales? Is it motivating and managing your people? Is it your finances? Is it retaining customers? What is really holding you back from taking your business to the next step? Focus on that.
0: I think that's great advice. And, you know, the other thing I think, too, is if your business is stuck, know that 50% of all business problems are not so well-hidden personal problems. What's wrong with your business might actually be you, right? So listen... Thank you guys so much. And thank you to tonight's sponsor, Adobe. Adobe is changing the world through digital experiences. Small businesses can leverage Adobe Document Cloud for everything you need to create your digital workflows, including Adobe Acrobat, Adobe Sign, and their free app, Adobe Scan. There's lots of great things in the Adobe Document Cloud, so you gotta go check it out. Thank you for joining us tonight on Small Biz Chat. I am Melinda Emerson, the small biz lady, and it is my privilege to help you take your business to the next level. If you want more tools and tips from me, please go and subscribe to my website, which is succeedasyourownboss.com. Next time, I want to help you live your dream life as an entrepreneur. Thank you so much, guys, and good night.
1: Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.